Hi, my name's Tom Cheeks, and I'm going on a journey around the world. Why don't you join me? Over the course of these podcasts, you'll learn a lot about me. But let me tell you this for starters. I've made love in 68% of the countries on the planet. How, you ask? Well, you'll find out how, you ask, if you stick around. Now, I'm going back to learn a little bit about the place I was too busy shagging to fully appreciate the first time round. The food, the culture, etc., And, and here's the kicker, I'm going to seek out these old flames of mine, find out what they're up to nowadays, and what they remember about that fateful night with yours truly. Finally, I'm going to give them the option to do it all over again. No cheeks attached, because I'm flying home the very next day. So, why don't you come along for the ride? Episode 1. The Place, Paris, France. The year, 2001. The girl, Claire Dubois. But first, a little bit more about me. Uh, I've been called a lot of things in the past. An entrepreneur, a nomad, a heartbreaker. I was born in Ham, just outside Sandwich, in 1983. Both my parents died during childbirth, and this left me with two things. Uh, number one, a desperate desire to find out who I was. And number two, a rather large trust fund when I turned 18. Suddenly a lot of people were crawling out of the woodwork. Great uncles, distant cousins, old school friends who hadn't spoken to me in years, as well as hundreds of financial advisors, all coming to me with ideas about what I should do with my money. You should invest in the stock market. Develop a property portfolio. You should start your own bloody business, mate. Give a little to those less fortunate. And what did I do? Let's just say I turned the other cheeks. For as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to travel, to see the world. I didn't know then what I was searching for, but looking back, it's obvious. I was searching for myself. And so, with just a small rucksack on my back and £1.5 million in my bank account, I was on my way. And over the course of the next decade, I was a set foot a lot more besides, inside every continent on planet Earth. I've been shot at in Bolivia, slapped a grizzly in Canada, rode a tyre down the river Euphrates, and a lot more besides. All of this in the vain attempt to answer the big question, who is Tom Cheeks? Now I'm older, hopefully a little wiser, and I want to get back out there to look for answers to an equally important question. What has this so-called world got to offer Tom Cheeks? So, episode one. I'm starting in the same place I started when I was 18. Los Français. Some facts about France. They speak French. That might seem obvious, but to a naive 18-year-old from Kent, it wasn't until about three weeks into my visit that I realised. Currency. Euros. Capital city. Paris. This is all from Google, by the way. Including this one, which doesn't seem quite right. Biggest export is skin. That doesn't doesn't sound right. And what of the eternal city, Paris? Well, anyone who's ever been to Paris will all vouch for one thing. It feels like no other city on earth. And it's for that feeling that people flock here like starlings from all over the world. Paris is great. Mm. Great food, great wine, great people, great art, great nightlife, great times. I come to Paris every year. Why? Why not Madrid or Rome? I don't know. 
You have to remember I came to Paris as the teenager who had posters of Gertrude Stein on my wall. I deeply identify with the writings of the lost generation. You have to remember I was an orphan and a very advanced reader. So I came here to get drunk and write my masterpiece. I achieved 50% of those tasks. <laughs> and I'm not talking about writing my masterpiece. <laughs> Of course, Paris has changed a lot since I was here last. You only have to look around to see that tourism has dropped by an estimated 40% in the last five years. And this was happening pre-Covid. Terrorists have to take their share of the blame too. I just wish that I had a podcast when I came here in 2001. I kept warning people about that Charlie Hebdo chap. Would anyone listen? No. Absolutely no. But there's still a lot to enjoy in gay Paris. Now, if there's one thing that Parisians are passionate about, it's food. You join me now, I'm in one of Paris's famous eateries, Avec Le Chien. I'm with head chef Frédéric. Bonjour, Frédéric. Bonjour. And uh, talk me through about what's on my plate here. This is the steak frites. Steak frites. Oh, so steak, I know that word. That's the same in English, isn't it? Um, and uh, frites, what is... Chips. Chips. Okay, well... It looks really warm, so let's dig in. <laughs> this, this is delicious. This is really nice. Frederick, you've outdone yourself here. And this is Paris for me. This is Paris on a plate. You want to know why Paris is so popular? This is why Paris is so popular. <laughs> Merci, Frederick. Merci beaucoup. So we've got the taste of Paris on our tongues. What about the sound of the city? One word. Jazz. I'm now with Mandy, who is a member of the Paris Freeform Jazz Players. You can hear playing behind us. Now, Mandy, explain to a Philistine like me what the appeal is of this music. Because to me... That just sounds awful. That's, to me, it's not music. I can't understand for the life of me why anyone would listen to this, let alone waste their time playing it. But, uh, you know, that, that's just me. It's not for everyone. No, well... Can you just shut up for a second? Shut up! Shut up! If it's tourist attractions you're after, then Paris has got you covered. There's the Eiffel Tower. Wow, look at that. The Arc de Triomphe. There it is. Just look at that. Notre Dame Cathedral. Stunning. Simply stunning. The Louvre. Look at that. And my personal favourite, the Sacré-Cœur. Here it is, the Sacré-Cœur. Just look at that. And for those looking for an alternative tourist experience, there's the spooky catacombs. The catacombs are underground ossuaries, a labyrinthian underground labyrinth lined with the bones and souls of millions of dead French. There's the official route of around 1500 metres, which is open to the public, and then there are the parts which are illegal to enter, which stretch and spider for about approximately 200 miles roughly. Thrill seekers have been known to enter the catacombs through secret entrances, there are stories that some have never resurfaced. Well, 
I've been given a map, a guidebook, and I intend to go off-grid. Wish me luck. Okay, so I'm just heading down into the catacombs. There's a sign overhead which reads, Merci de jeter vos duchesse dans la poubelle, which my guidebook reliably informs me translates to, Stop, this is the empire of death. <laughs> Blimey. Uh, let it never be said that Tom Cheeks doesn't go above and beyond for his listeners. <laughs> Seriously, let it never be said. Uh, right, here it goes. The tunnels weaved like the web of a half-arse spider. They went right, left. The one I took went straight on and naturally remained behind. It was only around five minutes in when I realised I was totally lost. The map I'd been given didn't seem to correspond to what I was seeing at all. Hello? Can anyone hear me? Hello? I never get out of here. All this, this stupid podcast. This, this is all for you guys. I hope you know that. If I don't get out, it's because of the pressure that you made me feel each and every day to carry on with the show. You know, the show must go on. They say, don't they? Well, I'm sorry, but at what cost? What cost? It was at that moment. Just when I was about to give up on the hope of ever seeing the light of day again, I saw another person, a group of people, standing in the distance. Oh, thank, thank God. Thank God. Hi, hi. Salut. Hi. How do I, how do I get out of here? So as it turned out, I wasn't in the catacombs at all, but in the Paris metro. <laughs> It was still a scary experience, and, and a humbling one. I can't tell you how relieved I was when a train pulled into the station. The doors opened and there was what, up until a few minutes earlier, I'd feared I'd lost forever. Talking, laughter, life. The kind people on the platform directed me to the exit. I got above ground, and I'm not ashamed to say this, I kissed the street. It tasted of fag ends and urine. It tasted of home. Now I'm in a part of Paris which probably doesn't mean a lot to anyone other than myself, and perhaps a little lady named Claire Dubois. This is the cafe where, some 20 years ago, I was sat eating a jambon sandwich, dreaming about the future, when in walks this beautiful girl. Uh, now I know this is going to sound a bit like a generalisation, but she looked just how I imagine a French girl would look. Gorgeous dark brown hair and legs to match, petite cheekbones for days. Uh, she walked in and I'll always remember this, our eyes met for a split second and she went to the counter here and asked for un coca-cola in the sweetest French voice you've ever heard. She then came and sat about three yards away from where I was sitting and where I'm sitting now. Um, a couple of minutes passed and I plucked up the courage and say bonjour, you know. 
And to my surprise, she didn't just get up and go sit somewhere else. We got to talking and you know, it was amazing. We had this instant connection. Back at my hotel, we did it three times. Me on top, her on top and Doggy. The classics. It was an amazing afternoon where I found out why they call Paris the city of love. After the hotel, I walked Claire back to her house in the Saint Laurent region of Paris, and that was the last time I saw her. In fact, I was catching a train to Berlin that evening. Well, I'm now outside that house. I know, of course, it's possible she doesn't live here anymore. It's been some 20 years, but I'm going to give it a go. Uh, if she doesn't live here anymore, I can ask the people who do. Maybe they know where she's got to. But yeah, here goes nothing. Oh, some movement. Oh, that's her. That's her. Oh, my God. Me? Hi, Claire, hi. Um, I don't know if you remember me, it's Tom Cheeks. No. That, uh, we met about 20 years ago at the, the Petelet Cafe. Tom Cheeks? No. I'm sorry. Oh, come on, you must remember. He used to call me Mr Cheeky. <laughs> we went up to my hotel room. Oh, maybe. Yeah? Well, uh, you, look, you look amazing. Uh, it's, uh, it's been such a long time. And Oh, uh, what are these balloons and banners everywhere? Is it your birthday today? Yes. Wow, that's, I mean, what are the chances? <laughs> well, bon anniversaire, Claire. <laughs> Merci. I think I do remember you. 30 years old, eh? The big 3-0. Where does time go? Let's see. Hold on. The, you, you can't be... Sorry, it's, it's not your birthday today, is it? Yes, it's my birthday. Ah, uh, uh, oh, I think. Oh, it's, no, it's not. It's not you. No, I, I, you must. You look a bit like the person I'm thinking of. But I'm sorry. I think I made a mistake. No, I think I remember, Mr. Cheeky. No, no, sorry. It's it's a bit of a mistake. I'm sorry. I've, I've got the wrong house. Um, au revoir. Which way did we come? Where's the metro station? Down here. So I'm leaving Paris again and, although I didn't quite manage to get to do all I set out to do, I still leave here with some fantastic memories. I didn't find Claire Dubois, but I did get reacquainted with the first love of my life, the city of Paris himself. So till next time, this is Tom Cheek saying au revoir, mon ami.